Good morning. It's time for a cool conversation. I'm George Plummer. With us today, USAO history professor James Fink. Thanks Hello. for coming in. Appreciate you. Been a while since you've been on, but uh, try to have you on from time to time and talk about some things you got going on. So Always glad to be here. Going to be a big summer for you and some of your students, and we're going to talk about uh, that on our program today with the help of our friends with the Stanley Systems and uh, Community Bank of Oklahoma and its locations in Chickasha, Verdon, and Newcastle. Well, uh, give us a little recap of this past year and how things went, and uh, congratulations. You just uh, got your full professorship yes. at USAO. That's awesome. Congrats. Thank you. Um, so how long have you been with the university now? I've been there for 11 years. Okay. Um, it's been fun. All right. And history and anything else? No, I mostly teach history. Okay. Um, and you write some columns for some national publications, so that's kind of exciting, I yeah, guess. Yeah. I, I took that on, I guess, about four years now. I, I started writing a column. I, uh, it's local here, too, but also about 15 states, mm -hmm. about 1,000 papers run a column that I write, kind of looking at modern current current events through history I, I realize a lot of people get the history wrong when they're making arguments and so i just tried to start writing some things to make some corrections not try to answer any questions but at least give the history correct mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah because uh history is written by the winners yes, of various is. conflicts yep. i guess and that's kind of the thing that's been coming out lately so uh interesting well congratulations on that thank so, you that's great so You've got a class this summer, or at least one, I guess, right? Yes. And uh, you, your kids are going to get to go experience uh, a battlefield in Oklahoma. Yes, I started this several years ago working with the, the Battle of Honey Springs. So real quick, the Battle of Honey Springs, it's the largest battle in Oklahoma during the Civil War, about 9,000 9, involved, so small compared to other states. But for Oklahoma, it was large. So it's out by Ch Chicota. Um, out in eastern Oklahoma. So I got to know the director out there, and we kind of came up with, with a class. So I have a lot of students that are interested in doing history but don't want to teach history but just want to be in the, in the field. And so uh, I started this class. I call it um, historical in interpretation, which is what we call what when people work at museums or living history. And so we started this, I guess, probably about eight, nine years ago, where I take students out to the battlefield. So we're there on four different Saturdays where the first part of the class, students are researching the battlefield. They have to learn about it, obviously. And, and there's different, on this ba particular battlefield, there's six trails, and each trail tells a different story of the battlefield. And so they each have to learn about the battle, and then they have to, each trail kind of also talks about a different part of the Civil War. So like one trail, students learn about black, black soldiers in the war, when they learn about Native American soldiers in the war, when they learn about our artillery, and, and one about the home front and soldiers. And so they each have to write reports about their particular interest in that trail and then also about the battle themselves and and so then we spend the four saturdays out there and they're the tour guides and they give tours to visitors and guests and i, I kind of look at it as a way for them to you know see if this is something that they like get their feet wet you know i say history is great but sometimes we sit in classrooms and i want them to get out there and get mm -hmm. their hands dirty yep. and you know meet with guests and visit with guests and see because you know you might some people love that others find they don't so much love right, that. And yeah. so I think it's a great class for students just to get a little bit of experience in, in talking with the public and about, about history. Right. So, and this is an actual site where people can go visit. If they've is. got a weekend, they can head out to the east part of the state. Yeah. And check Let me that out. Even, and, I give you some dates here. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, we're, again, we're there on four different Saturdays. And so um, the first one is, is coming up soon, June 25th. And then we'll be back on July 2nd. 
And then on July 16th is actually, that's a great day if you want to visit. In the morning is a memorial. That's the closest Saturday to the actual battle itself. And so there's that that's the memorial. And so there's a bunch of speakers. I'm one of the speakers this year. So, um, and, you know, they have a, they'll have some reenactors out there and then do some things. And so it's a great day. And then afterwards you can go, you know, I'll put the students out on the trails. Mm-hmm. And, about, and so the 16th is a good day, but we'll also be there on the 23rd. So yeah, it's about a two and a half hour ride from from Chickasha, uh, but it's it's a it's a good spot. It's, it's, if you haven't ever been there, um, there's a brand new video that just came out that um, um, the History Center has done that really does a great job at showing the battlefield and explaining it. And so you can go, they have a brand new visitor center. It's awesome. Um, used to be a little trailer on the site. Now it's a full fledged <laughs> visitor center. You great. can learn about yeah. the battle and and then go hit the trails. Uh, amazing. So uh, it's just something that's open every day for yes, visitors? Yes, okay. every day. I would check the website every now and right. then they do take the day off. There's only really one guy working the, the great um, Chris works So it's there, like the Battle of Honey Springs. Battle of Honey Springs. Um, yes, if, if you put in Battle of Honey Springs, the first thing that'll pop up is the website. All right. But almost every weekend it's going to be open. Mm-hmm. All right, so uh, spend an afternoon out there, a day, maybe spend the night and come back home the next day. Sure. Whatever you want to do, so that'll be great. Uh, So uh, let's give the folks a little bit of indication uh, about the battle and uh, Oklahoma's stance in the war, so to speak. Sure. uh, So like I said, this is the battle, really. Um, Most of the fighting in the so. There's a lot to this. Um, you know, when you really, the interesting thing about the Civil War is you just can't start with the Civil War in Oklahoma. You have That's to go, true. Yeah. It's an, you really have to have an introduction and you have to go all the way back to Indian re- removal, really. And, and with Indian removal, um, you know, with the Trail of Tears, that really the tribes divided at that point between the ones that were more willing to come out here early and sort of accepted their fate and the ones that sort of stayed behind and, and sort of fought to, to, to remain. Um, and the tribes sort of split, you know, the Cherokee and, and all the major five civilized tribes really kind of split into two camps. Those groups never completely came back together. And so they're going to move to Oklahoma again, some earlier, some forced Trail of Tears. Um, and when they came out here, again, one thing, they brought their slaves with them, um, a lot of the tribes. And so they, they planted cotton plantations here and very much part of the South. But there was that divide. So when the war comes, that divide is going to remain, and they're going to use the war as means to basically start a guerrilla warfare, a little mini civil war here in Oklahoma, and the tribes are going to start to kill each other. So most of the fighting in Oklahoma is more of a guerrilla warfare as the, as a, within, within each, each tribe as they're going to attack and kill each other. Most of the natives are going to side with the Confederacy. Again, they're, they're slaves. They have slaves. They're part of that economy. They have no love of the federal government, obviously. So uh, most of the tribes will side with the Confederacy, and that'll be important after the war. Um, the ones who sided, tried to remain with the Union were basically forced out of Oklahoma. Um, they're getting through a whole lot of bloodshed, and they were basically refugees trying to escape, and they got into Kansas, and they were slaughtered along the way. Uh, eventually what will happen is when the war gets going, each of those sides will then, you know, join the army. And so you'll get, you know, Indian guards on, on both sides, Union and the Confederacy. So the Battle of Honey Springs is, again, basically is a battle. This is in, in July of 1863. Um, it's right around when we got Vicksburg falling, Gettysburg just happened. So really important time of the war. And this is sort of the battle for Oklahoma or for Indian territory at the time. 
Thanks for spending part of your weekend with us here on our cool conversation. We have USAO history professor James Fink with us uh, about the uh, Battle of Honey Springs. So uh, the first, we were just kind of getting into the battle, I guess. And yes. is this uh, is this a lengthy battle? No, it's just a day. One day. Uh, one day, as most most battles are. A lot of times in the Civil War, but. Um, yeah, this one, so what makes this one, so that we have the Union basically moving down, trying to clear out the Confederates. So we have the Union Army has about 3,000 soldiers under it. Um, the Confederate Army has about 6,000 soldiers. So the Confederacy has an advantage. Union has a major advantage in art- artillery, though. And so the Union basically is looking at the Confederacy. Um, they don't want to wait to get attacked because there's another Confederate Army marching to Oklahoma with about 3,000. So they're already about 3,000, you know, they're about half the strength. And so... What the Union Army decides to do is we better hit this Confederate Army and clear them out before this other this other army comes marching in and, and makes them even stronger. So they, you know, the Confederates camped at Honey Springs. The Union Army, you know, leaves their fort. It's about 20 miles march. It's, it's wet. It's raining. Um, they get to the area. They they and then the next day the, now for the attack, um, it's again it's just a one day attack. What? The thing they really like to emphasize at this battle, too, and it's important in the battle, is this is probably the most culturally diverse battle we've ever had in the Civil War. Um, you're going to have white soldiers, black soldiers, native soldiers, and also Hispanic soldiers, or with the, the Texas regiments coming up from the south. So you, this is the only battle in the Civil War where you'll get all four of those ethnicities. So that's one of the things that kind of sets it apart. Um, and, and in the actual battle, again, this is the very first, the first colored Kansas unit is the very first colored unit that is organized during the war um it's not official the first official is the 20th massachusetts that you see in the movie glory but these guys actually organized ahead of time just they weren't supposed to um (laughs) but the guy who organized them was a strong abolitionist and and believed in this cause and so this is one of the first real big fights we're gonna see black soldiers and um and so the commander put them in the very front of the of the center of the of the union line he wanted them to be able to show that they can they can fight because most people didn't think they could and so in this battle, it's an interesting battle. And so a quick version, basically the Union advances. They have much better artillery. Um, they have about 12 pieces. The Confederates have about four. And so they begin the battle. They really soften up the Confederacy with their artillery. They send in their infantry to advance. Um, there is a couple different lines in the beginning. One of the Indian Home Guard lines kind of gets out a little in front of the rest. And when they order them to retreat, not retreat, but to basically get back into the line, the Confederates see that as a retreat. And so when they start falling back, the Confederate unions come running out of their covered areas thinking that they got these guys on the run. And what they do instead is they run smack dab into the first colored Kansas unit. That just completely stops their advance and, and proves their, their mettle in this battle and pushes the Confederates all the way back. They get bottlenecked at a bridge that's there you can where the, where the river is, and they get pushed all the way back into, into the Honey Springs area and eventually cleared out of Oklahoma. So this is an important battle because it clears the Confederates out completely. And when the, when this battle is over, the Confederates will never really get a foothold back into in Indian territory again. So um, it's the Battle of, of Oklahoma. So it's there's bad. several different trails? And did- so the battle itself, there's a main road, and then there's so like the very, you, can, you go down and there's yeah, different trails that you, like the first trail is where the Union first arrived, where they kind of bivouacked, and then the next trail is where they set up their artillery. And the third trail actually is where the first, um, um, where the Confederate soldiers, or when the Union soldiers first advanced. So there's different trails along the way of where different parts of the battle. And then the next trail is where the bridge is, and then the final trail 
trail is down where the actual honey honey springs is and so you can some of them are longer than others you don't have to walk on any of them if you don't want to you can just kind of look over the field and see where different aspects of, of the battle how many place. acres pretty... oh a couple hundred yeah it's right. a large area um and the battle so itself you can it's not as big but the actual park is several hundred acres mm-hmm. it, it's big um and that you can't even see the 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 museum for when you're out on the battlefield. It's too far away. So all right, it's it's a pretty good battlefield. So is there is there some artifacts and things there? I get to the museum and some yeah. Museum has and this museum is brand new, state of the art. I'm pretty impressed because it's very very visitor friendly. Um, um, a lot of in, interaction actually. It's the way these new museums are going, where you know you're not just normally walking through and saying hey more guns, right? It's a it's an in, in, interactive museum. A lot of video presentations that are going on on um um with some there's like even some of the the you know animatonic type thing where they're they're speaking to you and, and it's really well done but yeah they have a lot of stuff from the battle and that on the battlefield itself there there's markers and there's signs and there's so even if you're there on a day where there's not the students giving tours there they're all the information is there you can read about each trail um they got brand new signs they just brought in historical society's done a great job down there and, and the, they, they, they have a friends group Honey Springs, and they've done a great job at just get, raising money and building this building and updating all the signs and the monuments. It's they've they've made it a lot nicer. Is there a cemetery there? Um, there for is. The it's not for the soldiers though. So I think people get they see that yeah. cemetery and they assume it's yeah. a, where that because it's one of the trailheads right by a cemetery. But the cemetery actually is after the war. I see. Um, so there is a guy buried in there who fought in Honey Springs but didn't die at Honey Springs. He died later, okay. and so. It's it's not part of that, no. So what are some na- are there some names that maybe people might be familiar Probably with? Probably not, yeah. honestly. Um, no no big major. General Blunt um, um, is the Union general. Um, um, there's no names that if you that a normal unless you really studied the Civil War, you wouldn't recognize any of the big names from out, out, out here. They're all back at back east fighting mm-hmm. in, in the Western theater, which this was considered Trans Mississippi, not not Western. So. Um, not, no names you would what, ever recognize. Uh, this is an interesting part of Oklahoma history for it sure, and, um, and of course, uh, part of Western Oklahoma, big for uh, Custer. Uh, yeah, right. So uh, you can go to either part of the state and uh, get some historical perspective yeah. on. I just had a class yeah. out at Washita Battlefield two two weeks yeah. ago. Okay. So mm-hmm. we, Dr. Shaw and I do a summer class every year where we go canoeing or camping, hiking, and. We were out in western Oklahoma and we went by the Battle of Washita. So they, they do a really good job there, too. Um, they have a great v- visitor center, again, mm-hmm. and you can walk that that battlefield. And so, yeah, Custer, who made a, made a name in the war back east, is going to be brought out here, and, and he's going to do, do some – a he does some damage out here um, until he's finally killed off, obviously. But, yeah, there's some great history here. All right. James Fink, thanks for go, coming out on the program today with some history, and uh, good luck with your students again this uh, this summer. Thank and you. Uh, Battle of Honey Springs, uh, check that out uh, in eastern Oklahoma. A big thanks to our Cool Conversation sponsors for being with us again this week. We're talking about uh, Community Bank of Oklahoma and Stanley Systems. <laughs>